Welcome to You Wear It Well. Hi, I'm your host, Jeff Heiserman, physical therapist and founder and CEO of Spectrum Ergonomics and Occupational Health Services. We're at the intersection of fashion and technology, otherwise known as wearables. We look at the people, products, and research that make up this exciting world of wearables. Are you a fashion designer, electrical engineer, or someone with the dream of designing a wearable? Apply for membership to my LinkedIn group page, Biotech Fashion, and join in the discussion. Are you a startup? Wearable company? Don't know where quite to go from here? Well, you have the questions, and Spectrum Ergonomics has the answers. Go to our company website at www.spectrumergonomics.com and click on the link wearables. There you'll find a wide variety of services and other contractors that we work with to help make your product become a reality. We're here to help you through the process of iteration to packaging and beyond. In the medical world, it's a wonderful thing when we see patients coming into that kind of the realization that of their bodies. A lot of times people, like Billy, you had said earlier, people aren't always aware of things until they something happens. They get an injury, uh, they develop an illness, and then they become very aware. And you'll, you'll see that a lot. People have had heart attacks. They're exercising now because they realize they got a second chance, whether they had coronary artery bypass graft or they just had a heart attack. I'm not to minimize that, but they're, going, they're starting exercising. They're starting to take some awareness. So, but how, and I like the challenge that you've, you two have undertaken. How can you meet that the want of people wanting to take care of themselves before the car breaks down? And so when I see my patients where the car is broken down, so to speak, and then teaching them about the car and how to better take care of it and you know, what was the problem that they had so that they don't have it again. We don't want to see people coming back again with the same problem several months later or a couple of years later, because that's very depressing for people and it does not put them in a, in a healing situation. So I think your point is very well taken about trying to, to get people aware of their bodies, that they can have a lot of control, what we call autonomy, a lot of control over their health. Uh, and, and really, we should be taking control of our health because it's our bodies and we really need to make sure that we're, we take very good care of them because as we see here in the United States, the healthcare industry is struggling. We just, there's not a lot of us providers out there like there used to be. And people have long waits to go see specialists. Sometimes you have a long wait to see your primary care provider. 
So wearables really has a nice fit into that where we can keep tabs on people that are have some illness uh, without them being able to have to come in and get appointments. You know, if they have to wait three months, can we get a wearable on them or we can monitor them in the office? And if there is something really major coming up, then we will get them in. So wearables do provide that. So I, I think it's a really good point that you both bring up with regards to making people more aware of their bodies. Because I, I think that's where it's going to come down to is that really learning about their body itself and how it functions. So then they can then take better control of something if something does happen. If they get an ache or a pain, where could that have come from? What can I do on my own instead of running to the doctor? which I think is an important thing for people to get control of that. And in regards to that, and what are some of the ways that you think that Wearable X is going to be able to provide that kind of inspiration through wearables for your customers in the future? May I rephrase your, your question just ever so slightly? You know, what are we really focused on to ensure that wearables can meet that, the need for the customer in the future? And, you know, we've been really looking deeply into, A, like, what are the core things that our product does? And B, what are the ways that our customers already interact with the product that sort of are natural next steps? And then C, what is the, like, the bigger long-term vision and the impact we really want to have? First and foremost, we started with our area of focus has been the lower part of the body. With the IMU sensors that we have there, we can measure the, the position of the hips, knees, and ankles in relation to one another. And really early learnings was that you know, people's idea of their own proprioception was pretty interesting. People didn't necessarily know where their body was in, in time and space. And so it was, it's a really interesting process to, to pair haptics with that because then it shows you, oh, actually, this grounding down sensation that I'm meant to be doing when I'm in this position has a very different feel than what I originally thought. And so that is a really interesting process of getting someone to listen back to their body and be really very present in a posture. So that is sort of like where we started. Then there's, let's meet our customers where they are. And, and believe it or not, customers really weren't the high-flying tech early adopters. They're really much more those people who are intimidated by yoga. And often that is not the, the same person who is a iron-pumping tech you know, puffy vest wearer from San Francisco. Um, and I'm sorry to make that analogy, but I find it funny every time I, I think about it. It's really this woman who doesn't have time to practice yoga or have those 15 minutes to to have a moment of zen for herself. And when we spoke to those people and our customers, we really found out that actually 80% of them have already been practicing yoga as a form of lower back pain relief. And so that was already being sort of prescribed to them by their physical therapists or by their friends or even by their yoga instructors. It was a natural next step for us to really look at lower back pain and understand that at a, at a higher level and, and then understand it from a deeper level where what can our product really do to help people who are suffering from lower back pain. Um, and there's an astronomical amount of people in America who are suffering from lower back pain, myself included during the pandemic. We're all and continue to be screen bound um, while we take calls and do emails and that is part of our experience. While we, I would love it not to be the most dominant part of our experience, I think it is a, a reality for many people. So, you know, how do we take our product into the next phase of adding new movements and new postures to ensure that people can do their exercises really seamlessly at home? It could be as simple as getting a notification that you've had your legs crossed for too long. 
um, of which I'm guilty for many times, in fact, every day. And that notification could be on the body as a reminder to uncross your legs, you know, get up to a few stretches, ensure that you practice those stretches regularly. And it really does need to be integrated into the wearer's life. So that is the big picture for us right now is we're focused on how can our products support those with lower back pain and as a at-home physical therapy practice. Maddie, do you have any comments to add to that? Yeah, really just to echo Billy that I think that people are looking for specific things, just like your legs are crossed too long, or even that you need to stand these little reminders that can really help someone's daily health and really form to their body and their needs. Just from a personal experience as well, um, I am a yoga practitioner or intermediate yogi. There are definitely frustrations that I have as well and poses that I found instructors not to be so helpful with. So Naughty X has really helped me improve some of those poses where maybe I'm too embarrassed to do it in a class or ask for help or I just haven't gotten the help needed. So from that respect, I've really found personal help with Naughty X. Additionally, to echo Billy, during the pandemic, we definitely saw a need for at-home yoga, not only from a fitness point of view, but just from a, a movement point of view and having need for tools to help for recovery and lower back pain. So we definitely saw people taking more interest in their personal health and needing those little steps to get them to move and to help them recover. So I definitely see wearables helping with those micro adjustments in someone's daily life. Good points. And I'm going to touch a little bit on what Billy said earlier about people being able to be monitored on their their exercises. Uh, There's a real big movement now in the medical world for remote therapeutic monitoring. As a matter of fact, last year, Medicare actually gave us a code that we can use to bill for monitoring our patients when they have an app and they have a particular wearable that gives feedback to us so we can see how they're doing. So like Naughty X is moving in that direction, it sounds like, where we can come to expect at some point in the future being able to, as therapists, being able to utilize them for exercises. And it doesn't necessarily, like Billy said, doesn't necessarily be yoga exercises. We eventually could be incorporated into particular low back exercises that we've been using for decades. But we have a way to monitor people that they're not only are they doing them, but how well are they doing them? And what kind of success are they having? So I think the, the whole haptic feedback that I've seen so far with the Naughty X uh, with people is pretty impressive. And it, it helps us to be able to say not only are they doing their exercises, but they're doing them properly. And sometimes if you don't do an exercise properly, it can harm you. So I think that's really sure. a, a real thing for us in the medical world is to be able to see not only are they doing it, but are they doing it properly? And then the last question that I ask all my very special guests, where do you see Naughty X or or just in general wearable X, this particular sector that you have in the wearable market, where do you see that sector in five years? And whichever one of you wants to go first on that. I mean, I think we've seen such a trend of people being so interested in improving their performance and improving their daily way of life in specific form. So I think that I definitely see Naughty X being helpful, not only in yoga, but in in other exercises and other areas of performance. There has been such an interest, as we've said before, in recovery on a daily basis. So I think that I can see Naughty X 
being that recovery tool that people can use on a daily basis throughout their lives. And they can really choose when they need that recovery and when they want to take that recovery, whether it be sitting at home, doing remote work, traveling. I think that the true benefit of Naughty X is that people can really take control of their performance and their recovery. And I see Naughty X being able to really go with a person as they go on a run and then do yoga and then want to do lower back stretches as they sit on a plane for X amount of hours and then need certain stretches to fully decompress and recover. So being really that companion for a person throughout their daily life. Lovely. I, I agree with everything Maddie said. I think I'll, I'll answer it from like the, the bigger worldwide perspective. So you have a point of difference. And I, I, I think, you know, Maddie and I are lucky enough to have partnered with many different companies over the last few years of working together. And, and some of those companies refer to the bigger trend as ambient computing. It's funny, I read a book many, many years ago by David Rose, which actually had a slightly different spin to it. Um, his And I actually prefer his verbiage. Um, he called it Enchanted Objects, and, and that was the title of the book. And it was really about the difference between the terminal world or the screen-dominated world and the, um, the world where every object from your plant to your painting to your bottle of water to your shoes to your clothes could be embedded with intelligence and enchanted in a way that actually benefits the wearer and the human. I mean, ultimately, our big mission here is how do we design products that help us live well um, with three core pillars. You know, how do we connect you back to you? So connect you back to your body. And that is about listening back to your body and feeling back into your body. And then how do we connect you with your loved ones? So you know, the people that mean the most to you, whether they're on other sides of the planet, which mine clearly are. And then the third one is how do we actually connect you to the space and the time and the environment that you're in? And our goal is really to use haptics to enchant objects and to enchant the future. But I, I truly believe that is a version of the future that is coming. And, I, and it's a version of the future that I, would, that I want to live in. You know, I don't necessarily believe that our lives need to be entirely dominated by screens. And in fact, our eyes and our ears are so over-designed for that it, there has to be a change coming where we really try and start to believe in the other forms and the other senses that exist for the body, whether that's touch, smell, taste, but, but a beautiful combination of all of the senses that we can design for. Um, and so I really believe that, the you know, the version of the future that I want to happen combines the design for all of those senses in a really enchanted way and um, so that the objects around us are intelligent but that they benefit the human experience. Well very well put for that five year ahead because and, and it's, it's always tough I know the very special guests find that more of a challenging question but I I want to challenge them all my very special guests because you're the future makers you're the ones designing the future, so to speak, of wearables. So to get your input is, is really important. Do either of you have any uh, more comments that uh, you want to make before we, we close the session today? Thank you again for having us. This has been great. And it's been a wonderful partnership in working with you over the last almost six months, yeah. maybe more even. The, you know, I think we're excited to release the, the work that we've been doing, and I think we have wonderful results that, that really validate this area of ongoing work for, for all of us. Well, kudos to both of you. I know you put a lot of time and effort since 
the pilot study that we concluded has really, I know, taken you on a journey too uh, through maybe parts of the manufacturing world or the design world that maybe you never really realized or maybe not really enjoying yet, like the statistics part. Uh, I think those things are, are very necessary to move forward, especially into the medical field. And I think that the more that can be done by companies, the better off we're going to be in the, in the world, not just we as medical people, but everybody will benefit from that. So I, I, again, I want to thank both of you too, for not only being on the show, but your vision and your desire to take the journey because it's a big step. It's a big step what you did last summer to want to move into this realm. And it's not a lot of companies that have success in the consumer wearables are really that willing to step forward and move into this realm. It's an intimidating realm, but I think it's a realm that consumer wearables already have success. And I don't think they realize that until they step into it. And I think that's something that you two are probably discovering at this point that through all the slogging through data that you are and putting things together, that it's a lot of work. But I think there's a tremendous discovery and a tremendous sense of wonder and excitement about what's going to be happening as a result of this. So again, kudos to both of you for your persistence and your dream and the intelligence and the hard work that you put into Naughty X, what's already looking to be very, very hopeful for the medical world. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, just to echo both of you, I think that our partnership has been so exciting. I actually think that the, the statistics and the data that we're seeing is really fun. And I, I really do think that the work that we've been doing is just the tip of the iceberg. Well, good, man. I'm glad you're enjoying the statistics because that was one of my most hated classes in college. So I'm glad, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you're enjoying that. I'm glad I can kind of give you the formulas and let you take over because like, that's good because I, I didn't enjoy it when I was in college. So I don't enjoy it anymore now, but it, it is necessary. And I, I know I kind of <laughs> joke about it, but it's something that I think if a, companies are out there and they're, you're looking at moving into the medical realm, yes, you don't feel comfortable doing statistics and you're going to need somebody to do them for you, but you're going to have to do them. There's really no way around it. And as, as much as I may joke about it from time to time with Billy and Maddie about hating statistics, and it's so crucial. You have to have it. It's just you need that kind of proof. It's not just asking, talking to people that are, are using your product, but you've got to get the data and you've got to put the statistics out there because it's got to be credible or else you're just not going to be able to move into the medical realm. And that it's a whole different market. It's a whole different jungle. So I've been enjoying the journey so far with you through the jungle so we can continue to, to move forward and to get another wearable out there for people to use on a wide basis and, and help people. Again, I want to thank both of you for taking time out of your busy day to be on the podcast and hopefully have you back on again in the future as there's some more developments going on so we can share those developments with the world. So again, thank both of you for being very special guests today on the show. Spectrum Ergonomics and Occupational Health Services provides a broad array of design and engineering professionals for your wearable project. We feature the following design specialties, pattern making, digital textile, athletic wear, sensor, fashion, exoskeleton, robotics, and mechatronics. We also offer beta testing of your wearable in our private clinic. You choose the demographics and sample size, send us the sample, and we take care of the rest. 
For more information, go to www.spectrumergonomics.com for more information. Hey, if you're a startup wearable company and you'd like to be able to get your information on this podcast, please contact me at my company website, www.spectrumergonomics.com. I'd love to be able to feature a little bit about what you're doing to let the world know about your wearable. Well, thanks for joining me at the intersection of fashion and technology. And may you wear it well.